Welcome to Music Meditation. This is your brain on bass. The 40 hertz pitch can be heard in the opening gong, the background double bass immersion, and the exit music. More information can be found at www.musicmeditation.ca. This episode is called Music Therapy, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. The inroads made into healthcare by the arts over the past 10 years have been significant. The importance of community has exploded, and issues regarding isolation and mental health have become headline news in every type of media. The position of Minister of Loneliness wasn't even a twinkle in anyone's eye 10 years ago, yet today many countries worldwide, including Canada, have begun addressing mental health issues with similar government positions. The United Kingdom has entered a phase of social prescribing recommending that doctors promote arts solutions for ailments such as dementia, psychosis, lung conditions, and mental health issues. Matt Hancock, a British Health Secretary, spoke about the initiative. We've been fostering a culture that's popping pills and Prozac when what we should be doing is more prevention and perspiration. Social prescribing can help us combat over-medicalizing people. Recommendations include singing lessons, dance lessons, or simply listening to preferred music playlists. Doctors in Montreal, Canada, are prescribing free, government-funded tours of Quebec's Montreal Museum of Fine Arts to address mental health issues. Studies have shown that visits to museums can alter levels of serotonin, a chemical released in the brain that mitigates depression. The natural release of desirable brain chemicals through prescribed activity is a growing field in music therapy. Dopamine, a happiness neurotransmitter, is the chemical released in the brain that is most often associated with pleasure and reward-motivated behavior. Altered levels of dopamine have been linked to mental health issues such as schizophrenia, as well as other medical conditions such as restless leg syndrome and attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, that's ADHD. Researchers at McGill University in Montreal have shown that when subjects are exposed to music they enjoy, levels of dopamine in the brain can increase by 9%. Although full-time music therapist positions in Canadian hospitals remain few and far between, Momentum is building as the cost-benefit justification of offering this type of service becomes more obvious and significant. Its application is ubiquitous and can be used with individuals of various ages, abilities, and musical backgrounds in clinical, educational, community, and private practice settings. Wilfrid Laurier University in Kitchener-Waterloo offers comprehensive bachelor and master programs in music therapy, and the efforts of Dr. Heidi Ahonen, professor of music therapy, have been exceptional. Music therapy graduates can apply to the College of Registered Psychotherapists of Ontario, that's CRPO, to become, after acceptance, registered psychotherapists. Through one of the five CRPO therapy modalities called experiential and humanistic therapies, music therapists can become authorized medical practitioners and eligible for the medical expense tax credit in Ontario, making music therapy a tax-deductible healthcare service. This is no small feat. Government support for music in healthcare has been non-existent 
and we should consider this a baby step entry into a much bigger field of government-funded music opportunities. An awareness campaign is needed to bring the successes of the past 10 years to the forefront of mainstream government and media. We are in the midst of a pandemic crisis, an opioid crisis, and a mental health crisis, and music can play a part in helping all of them. In a perfect world, frontline medical workers, like doctors and mental health professionals, would be supported social prescribing musical health care solutions, recommending activities that directly address health issues in non-invasive, non-chemical, community-based and artistically driven ways. Reframing our personal health and well-being as a lifelong journey rather than a series of quick-fix pick-a-pill destinations would help consolidate a view toward practical and real solutions. This field of audioceuticals could include recommendations for taking music lessons, or joining a choir, or listening to a 40 hertz version of Mozart's Adagio in E for violin, or even writing prescriptions like, take two James Taylors and call me in the morning. A big shout out on the music in healthcare front goes to the Awesome Music Project. Their mandate is to raise awareness through stories, songs, and science to promote music in the field of mental health. Founders Robert Carley and Terry Stewart tapped many famous Canadians, including Sarah McLaughlin, Michael Bublé, astronaut Chris Hadfield, and NHL star Theo Fleury to share the importance and influence of music in their lives. Check out their website and buy their book at www.theawesomemusicproject.com. Another shout-out goes to the World Health Organization for establishing World Mental Health Day on October 10th to raise awareness of mental health issues around the world and to mobilize efforts in support of mental health. Roman philosopher Seneca stated 2,000 years ago, Luck is what happens when preparation meets opportunity. Progress has been made in the appreciation of the arts in healthcare, and successes are many, but we have only just begun and maintaining momentum is key. Next episode will promote a new initiative, a music therapy awareness campaign that targets our MPs and MPPs with the good news stories of music in healthcare.